What up, Eagle Talk fam? It's Rosemary. And your boy, Corey Lewis. Not too long ago, we left everything familiar in our hometown of Chicago and relocated to Dallas. Since then, we've grown a seven-figure real estate business. And more importantly, a life that we absolutely love. Like many of you, we have been on the lonely side of building a business. And we know exactly how whack that can be. We also know success leaves clues, and that is why we created this space just for you. You don't have to go on this entrepreneurial journey alone. We got you. Let's Eagle Top. What up, Eagle Talk fam? What's up, y'all? Happy almost uh, New Year. Happy almost 2023. That's oh, my crazy. goodness. We all going to talk Michael Jordan year this year. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Michael Jordan year. But you know what? I'm thinking 2023. Corey, can you believe, like, I know it's hard for you to believe, but we have almost been knowing each other for 30 years. We old. <laughs> you can talk about yourself, Obama. Yeah, <laughs> right, I'm right. still my Jackie Robinson. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> if y'all don't know, what we're talking about y'all. Got to follow us on social. We have all of these funny things about what the year of birth we're in. I'm 42, so that's Jackie Robinson year because he played. He was number 42. I'm and, 44, and now I'm in my Obama year. He's in his, which he about to go to his Trump year. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> It's all good. So I want to. I don't even want to do no check in because I want to get down to what we want to talk about. Which Wait, is, no, no, cool. No, no, no. Because we like this, right? Remember when we were kids, and on WGCI they used to do the uh, the countdown, the of countdown the, of the song of the year. Yeah. Yes, I love. I loved it on GCI. I loved it. Y'all remember back in the day. I mean, if you were pre like maybe 1990 birth, you probably don't know about this. But like. Um, is BET still on TV? Yeah. Okay. So BET, VH1, all of these music shows. MTV. They would do like a best of year. Mm-hmm. And it honestly, they used to count down a hundred and then like it was started like 12 noon, mm-hmm. the best videos of the year, all the way to number one. And then number one would be like Tevin Campbell. And you're like, nah, I know. Right. Tevin Campbell wasn't supposed to be number one. But you're anyway. Like, not Jodeci. But anyway. <laughs> well, I loved watching him. And yeah. Corey and I like, well, maybe because we're a couple of days away from 2023, let's do a best and worst of the year. Okay. Uh, where you want to start? <laughs> I'm thinking. You thinking? Yeah. So let's start with the worst. Like what? What? So full disclosure, y'all. We have been every year. Like we breathe and we move in. You know. Um. So we are blessed, right? Yeah. Like you are blessed. But if we're honest, and I think that it's a good time. Like a lot of people are reflecting. It's a good time to kind of reflect on. Okay, what went well? Mm-hmm. Um. What didn't go so well? And what can I learn from both experiences moving forward? And um, yeah, so let's talk about some of our things. Like we're gonna be reflective with y'all. So what's All some right. of your worst, baby? One of your worst. One of the worst is um, I said last year I wanted to finish this year with a hundred doors, and I was rolling. I think I started the year with I don't know somewhere in the high twenties. I'm at forty seven right now, partly because a we vacation too much <laughs> which we so that's something we learned we, this we, year we, we, we cut it down this year right okay. not necessarily a bad thing but i mean you got it to to work you need to be at work right yeah. <laughs> um but also interest rates yeah in- interest rates stalled my business as far as um the rental side and what made sense to get right, into right right, right. and i have a very particular product that i'm buying right now which is three bedroom one and a half bath or more uh bricks right yeah. 
and I get them. But if the prices don't work the way I want them to work for my portfolio, then I just sell them. Yeah. So the ones that I was getting um, just didn't make sense when the interest rate went from three and a half, four percent to eight percent. Yeah. Um, so I had to slow down on buying, switch my criteria. I mentioned in an episode or two before that uh, I do have an Airbnb, but we just recently studied a couple 20 years old, by the way, that are making seven figures a month in the Airbnb space. Uh, so I've been spending a little bit of time kind of just figuring that out and what I want that to look like. Um, but that's that's one of the things. It's not really a worse, but it's something that I had. It was a high, goal that you had that you didn't hit. Yeah. yeah. I had higher expectations for my rental count by the end of the year. Yeah. And you know what? I think that um, even though that's, quote unquote, one of the worst things that happened, sometimes because we have been there before where you have just even though the writing was on the wall that maybe we needed to slow down or retain cash like we have been there and we shared in um, two episodes ago, episode number eighty-seven, mm-hmm. um, we shared how we ended up being upside down and had to pivot to a different business with the last recession. Yeah. And I think in part of that, you kept going mm-hmm. when you probably should have slowed down. And now your buying is picking back up, but yeah. that was something that you learned from. Yeah. Well, you've had price dips in the market now. You're still battling the interest rates, but um, you know you just got to buy cheaper for it to make it work. Yep. So one of the worst things that happened to me, y'all, this year is um y'all know how Craig got fired on his day off. Mm. I got fired on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not funny. Um, but what ha- what had happened was is long story short, um, after my mom passed away, I just really didn't feel like myself. And I should have taken some time away, pulled away from the business. Um, gratefully, I had a team, you know, my team was established. The Rosemary Lewis group was established this year. Uh, side note, y'all looking to buy or sell some real estate in part of Dallas. We that, got you, right? We, we will hold you down. But, um, you know, I had a team in place, but I still wanted to do it all, mm-hmm. like still move at the capacity in which I was used to. Although this very, um, you know, I, I experienced something very traumatic in the losing of my mom. So long story short, I'm not going to make excuses for myself. I'm going to say that my communication was not at the at the level of where it needed to be. And um, I politely got on a plane and got an email from a client like, thanks, but no thanks. Okay. And that was, that was devastating. Like I will say that there was some feedback that I had given the client that like what they were mad about wasn't my fault, but the way I communicated afterwards Mm -hmm. um, definitely was not up to par with the way that I communicate. And my clients know that I'm big on communicating with them and making sure that they understand that I'm an advocate every step of the way. And just because I was in my own grief bubble, you know, I didn't, do that um so that was hard for me to 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 quote unquote get fired but what that told me is that what you need to do is if you're not going to give a one service Mm -hmm. you need to step back and give yourself some time to heal which is what i did um but in the moment that that firing and i'm here to tell people like i sell a lot of real estate like tens upon tens of thousands of dollars of real estate i'm sorry millions of dollars of real estate each year and I got let go. And that kind of, you know, that that hurt my ego a little bit. But I think it was God's way of getting my attention to say, no, I need you to take care of you and not keep pushing because your capacity looks different. Yeah, well, I mean, that always comes down to what did you learn, right? That's and what I learned. You openly admitted that you learned something there. Um, my next worst is probably losing my friend Arthur Cox. Mm, uh, yeah. We went to Miami in April. 
and he had a heart attack in May. And this is weird, man, because I've, I've known him 24, 25 years. Um, this is a really good friend, solid friend. And the last night in Miami, me and him, it was just me and him in the backyard till about three, four in the morning, just talking. And that just kind of made it when I got the, the text message or the phone call, that just made it a little weird, you yeah. know, because that was our last conversation. It was almost like it was intentional for us to have this time. Yeah. You know. And it's put, you know, it puts a lot on your mind when you lose somebody close to you. But, um, yeah, that was the worst for me, for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, just piggybacking off of that, I just feel like 2021, really since 2020, there has just been a lot of loss around us and our family. Yeah. Um, and for me, one of the worst things um, was grief. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, grieving not only my sister who passed away in June of 2021, my mom passed away in December of 2021, but then the their losses unearthed previous losses, right? And but but I still have commitments. I'm still mom. I'm still wife. I'm still team leader. And um, the worst of that was just really giving myself time to sit in it. Mm-hmm. It was uncomfortable. It still is like I'm not over it. I, I will never be over it, by the way. Um, but giving myself the space to sit in it and still show up when I need to and 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 learn to rest when I needed to do that. But um, it just it just feel like every time I look up, there was something else, you know, like once we are moving forward, then art passed away or, you know, you hear that one of my good friends was diagnosed with with um, breast cancer and, you know, you're just concerned about her family and all of these things, even though they from the outside looking in, I could say they were the worst, but also as a blessing because it just showed me the fragility of life. Yeah. And while we get this one life to live, um, so we have to go for it. Um, for whatever go for it means for you yeah so let's give one more worse and i want to get to the best yeah we gotta get off this work so i give a simple one i did a we did an episode on it and it was my worst investment of the year oh well Uh, there's that (laughs) i I, I lost 30 grand on a a house i bought in tyler that was a hoarder's house and here's the thing um would i do it again yeah i would am i seasoned enough not to have made a mistake that big yeah because i saw all the warning signs right I, I, i knew the house was hoarded uh didn't couldn't get in couldn't get interior it was just some things that i should have fought for to happen before i funded because if i would have the way i think of it now if i at least would have got any inkling of what the inside looked like i could have got a reduction Mm -hmm. so i just it was the price i agreed to with no photos uh again i lost 30 grand on the deal it was just a nightmare and i've been in the business way too long to be losing that kind of money on one transaction so that was probably the worst uh i definitely had egg on my face after after that deal but it's okay well bet and i'm gonna say ditto like that that's my worst one is <laughs> it's just you know the thing is is that you can get I, one of your mentors once said once you think you got it you just lost it right yes you did and you can get so um for lack of better words cocky about what you're doing yeah. that sometimes you miss all the steps to do your due diligence yeah. and um and and we have to learn from those those mistakes so um so yeah i would say that that's one for me too just um you know some investments not panning out the way that we thought they would but that's because when i look back it's like okay but we didn't really do our due diligence the way we normally do yeah, yeah. so that was that all right so flipping this around to our flip best, it around flip it flip it um, flip it flip it 
I can give you one, and it's it's not the best uh, time or thing or whatever. The best, one of the best things in this year was hiring Kim. Mm, yeah, uh, you didn't yeah. think I was gonna say that? Uh-huh. Did you? It was definitely hiring. Check out Kim. our episode from yeah, last week. Yeah, that was. Uh, it's a game changer, man. Because we, I'm, I'm from. I can do it alone or not really trusting people or even getting to know people, right. To know what, what skill sets they have. Um, but that was, you know, you brought the conversation to the table, Kim agreed, and we have just took this Eagle talk thing and, and team Lewis to the next uh, level. So Kim was definitely uh, one of the biggest uh, for me of this year. So, so then I, I would dare to say, reading the book who not how we oh, always yeah. talk about it yeah. was the best because it puts you in the mindset of saying hey we need a who mm-hmm. because you will drive yourself crazy trying to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish on your own yeah yeah, yeah. well a best for me let me think there have been so many good things so this is gonna sound crazy because i just said it was the worst but grief has been the best thing for me this year mm-hmm. um grief has been good for me because it has allowed me to experience god in a way that I've never experienced him before. Mm. And this is coming from someone who was pretty much born into grief. So those of you on the podcast, I mean, Corey and I have kind of talked about it a little bit, but you know, I've lost a lot of um, people really close to me in my life. When I was born, nine months before I was born, my sister Cecilia died from cancer. She was 17. Uh, when I was eight years old, my sister Rotanza was 29. She passed away from breast cancer. My brother Kovan was murdered um, when I was 14. My other brother passed away when I was 15. The next day, my sister um, passed away from a brain aneurysm. So that's five. Um, people really close to me on top of like a couple aunts that I really love and then my sister and my mom in 2021 um so all like all of that really came to a surface because the common thread of my life even though I experienced a lot of grief was my mama yeah you know and then um to lose her in the way that I that it happened it was both the most beautiful and heartbreaking experience of my life but now this year um the latter part of the year I'm on the other I'm getting to the side of really embracing the beauty of it and what grief has taught me is that as much as I love my husband Mm -hmm. you know as much as I love Eagle Talk as much as I love my team and what we're building um my hope can't be in any of these things that are temporary it has to be in Jesus and um grief has taught me those very hard lessons and you know like there have been a many a day where you know I go from crying to laughing to what's wrong with you I'm like my mama did you know like and not making light of it but just really embracing it and 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 going at it head on to say okay well what lessons can I learn and what I've learned is that um grief is the cost of love and I agree I, I get to grieve this way um, and I get to know Jesus in this way because he allowed me to experience love in that way. Yeah. Um, so that has been more of a blessing than it was a curse. Okay. Um, if I can give a best for me, it would be when we went to Martha's Vineyard. Mm, okay. And I'm going to tell you why. Martha's Vineyard is an amazing place. It's difficult to get over there because you so got to go on a ferry from Boston. But um, so much culture, so much history. Um I love history, so I studied the whole island when I was there. Uh, but one thing in particular that still stands out to me is uh, the Inkwell. The Inkwell, yeah. yeah, the Inkwell Beach. Yeah, so the Inkwell Beach, and this you can YouTube. It's actually a pretty phenomenal story. 
is um, a place that when we came over as slaves, that the only place that we were allowed to to visit or vacation. Yeah. And if you turn right behind that beach, there's a um, a row of just big houses. I guess you would call them mansions at the time. Mm-hmm. One in particular is was owned by a very wealthy African American male from Brooklyn, uh, businessman. And back in the day, he had high profile friends. Yeah. And on this um, balcony of his house is where uh, Martin Luther King wrote the I Have a Dream speech, at least some of it. Yeah. So I remember just being on that beach and just like just soaking it in. Like, man, I cannot believe like what happened here. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, just just a really um I don't even what's the what word won't downplay it. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I mean it was just enlightening. To, yeah, to, you know to enlightening is downplaying it. it okay, was, it, <laughs> no, for real because I had a moment there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, can you imagine like the only place that yeah we could go? Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. And then for something that monumental to happen, like right across the street where we were where we were vacationing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was a real big moment and not only for me but that i had the whole family there yeah it wasn't just a me and you trip yeah you know what our I mean? boys were there to yeah experience yeah it with so us. that was that was a, a good time of 2022 so here's one of the best things for me um and this year i learned to stop and think yep um i think that we naturally and not even an entrepreneur, like in my teacher life, right? I'm naturally a doer. Like mm-hmm. I want my hands to be moving. I, you know, I was doing stuff with my kids, my students, and then now I'm a realtor. I'm showing. I'm doing this. I'm moving. I'm I'm creating. And um, I joined a mastermind, and like the, the this conversation, and y'all get it for free, but I paid some 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 dollars for this. She shared with me like Rosemary, you get paid to think. You need to give yourself the space and the time to think. And I know that a lot of times we reach burnout because we're just going, 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 going. We we wonder why we, our creative juices aren't flowing or why we're not feeling joy in what we're working on. And it's because so many times we just don't still ourselves and get quiet. Mm-hmm. And this year I have had a lot of time to do that both, both forcefully. Mm-hmm. Like when I was <laughs> fired, um, it, it was kind of the Lord saying, okay, cause I need you to sit your butt down and talk to me. Yeah. Right. And I need you to sit down and maybe not even like, don't, I already know what's going on. Just shut up and just sit here and let me drop things in your spirit and in your heart and um just really giving myself permission to be still mm-hmm. just to think to contemplate to to remember um to experience um it has been a game changer and i just feel like i have more clarity um in my life not just in business but in my life i just have more clarity um as I give myself time to sit and think. So that is, and I, that sounds so minute, mm-hmm. but that's a huge lesson that I learned this year that I'm definitely taking into 2023 and beyond. Yeah. I like that. Um, I've definitely spent a lot, a lot of time learning to think myself this, this year. Um, I'm going to give you two real quick. Okay. Go for it. Uh, one of them, one of them, one of them is a big one, but the second one is bigger than the big one. Okay. If that makes sense. Go for it, babe. Uh, the big one is, we were able to buy the kids' houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're six doors up away from each other. Uh, Corey's house is is pretty much complete. We have a tenant in place. My youngest son's house will be done next week. Uh, I literally put a four rent sign in front. I'll probably get two or three calls a day, so that one's going to be easy to rent. But just the fact that I remember in January saying I wanted to end the year with the kids having two properties of their own. 
and being able to get that done is a badge of honor right the big bigger one than that is i recently got back from the warriors conference yeah uh and i am a member of uh it's called the word connection we do it on university of north carolina's campus uh hit by uh mr joseph cooley high did you know his middle name was cooley cooley yeah, yeah. I, I saw some it's pretty dope <laughs> uh but he brings us together pretty much once a year and it's bigger than a mastermind it's only 20 of us in the room and and just to kind of give you i won't name their companies but i'm in the room i'm the smallest guy in the room let me start there uh and this guy's like vps of fortune 500 companies one guy got up and was like yeah you know uh i'm, I'm vice president of a particular company it's a 180 billion dollar company next guy uh had dave ramsey as a mentor one guy was the president of a 13 billion dollar company uh we have brokers in the room it's just it's real spiritual real emotional but but mr high forces you to dig yeah and i mean dig on every level i'm talking about conscious about your health and not just say hey you know i'm going to eat more greenery He's like, no, you need to know your numbers. Yeah. You need to know your resting heart rate. You need to know your your calorie intake. You need to know your uh what did Tish just do for me the other day? Yeah. Um blood pressure. My blood pressure. Yeah. You know, and and just different things about health, about business, about relationships, about people. And and then he hits you in the head with the spiritual side. Mm-hmm. Because every day he's starting with worship music. We're praying throughout the day. Uh we are I took 10 pages of notes in 48 hours. And that is something that the first time I went was heavy, but this time uh, it really left a stain on me. Like you can't, you can't shake it. It's, yeah. it's, it's in you, it's ingrained in you, and it's something that you just never forget when you go through things like that. And I was talking to somebody the other day in the gym about it, and I was trying to sum it up. And I was like, well, if you want to see 20 grown men cry for two days straight, <laughs> this is where I just left, yeah. right? But, but it was in a, in a good way. Yeah, know? in a good way. Yeah. Like just really – so. You know, just being and, and I'm just so proud of you because this is not like normal. Totally not my <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, no. it's not like you did not grow up with these type of experiences, no. even like going to like church, revival service at church. Yeah. So to be in a space where, first of all, you're open and you're not guarded, mm-hmm. but you can even have your year in review and say, and, and a lot of men, like if you a man, you need to hear that. Like, yeah. because a lot of men, like I know one thing that I love is that y'all talk about woundedness and baggage and mm-hmm. so many things that men carry mm-hmm. that they feel like they have to carry alone yeah. because I can't be honest with anybody about what's really going on in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely a, um, probably the biggest growth of this year is, is going to that conference. And I'm happy, you know, and thank you for saying that because I'm, I'm definitely years ago. I'm just like, I'm straight yeah. on that, you yeah. know, but now I understand that that's what I need. Yeah. Uh, and I understand that that's something that, people i can just kind of reach out to that now on my network and, and can pour into me and i can pour into them so so i'm gonna end on this one my last um one that i would say is the best is that this year and and i think that it's because you know um god has allowed us to see a lot of both great things and not so great things um a lot of our dreams have come true so this year i think we really had an opportunity or i know i have is just to see like what is at work in me is even bigger than me. Mm-hmm. And one of the best things has been uh, whether it's being fully transparent about my grief process or, you know, helping someone or popping up on social. You know, I started the Real Estate Bestie podcast to encourage other people who might 
of might throw in the towel to say no like sis you can do this like if we could do it or if i could do it you can so one of the best things for me is to just really be in this place of obedience mm. right um and there have been a lot of areas in life this year where god has asked me to be obedient mm. From writing a book about my mom to taking time off work, you know, things that I know that I I was resistant with, but I can see how not only is he freeing me from some things by my obedience, but um, giving me a testimony to go out and share with others. Um, And whether that's from this platform or just somebody I might meet in Walmart. I'm just so grateful for all of the different opportunities that we just get to just really kind of be like, hey, we whack. Yeah. <laughs> like we we whack, we raggedy, like we done been through recessions, yeah. we done been through death, we done been through all this. But um, you know, truly the Lord is the reason that we're able to do what we're able to do. And um, I'm just grateful to be in that space that with everything that has happened, mm-hmm. um, that we're coming out faith stronger not because everything is perfect you know not because there aren't some some tough days but because you can see that okay this work is bigger than me it's bigger than my happiness it's bigger than my wealth it's bigger than my success it's really about um glorifying him Mm -hmm. and and doing that through telling our story and being open um which is why we do a lot of things that we do yeah Yeah, yeah. So. so that's our um 2022 recap yeah, we want to know your best and worst right yeah. so like if you are watching on youtube like what's something that you could say you know what this and even think about our worst like they were the worst but we learned from them mm-hmm. um so put it in comments like let us know leave a review just sharing and if you know somebody who just needs to be encouraged even to see their worst times and see how they have grown and learned from it hit that share button and just share this podcast episode with somebody yeah well we are wishing you guys a very happy uh new year yeah uh we have a master class coming out on the 5th yes january 5th there is still time to register we have a few slots left um and it's all about how to recession proof your life so make sure that you check that out at eagletalkpodcast.com forward slash master class yeah we want to thank y'all for tuning in and we'll see y'all in the new year see you in the new year happy new year y'all peace y'all bye